Good morning from hell and welcome to the primary debate for the upcoming democratic election for president of hell. I'm Chris Damaris and I died recently and my eternal punishment is to host a podcast and moderate this debate. As you know, the primary elections are next week and the winner will face Satan, the current president of hell, in the general election. Each of our four candidates tonight is the leader of an independent party with no affiliation to the Satanists. The goal of this debate is to give each candidate a chance to tell every tortured soul and demon in the underworld why they should be president of hell. Now, let's bring out our candidates. You may recognize our first candidate thanks to his long list of titles in hell, though he's probably best known as President Satan's younger brother. Oh, what the fuck, Chris? Come on! He's the ambassador for Arbor Day and Earth Day, the lead singer for the indie band The Claytonics, co-host of Hell's number one podcast, Good Morning from Hell, and current hot dog eating underworld champion with a record of 87 hot dogs in only 10 minutes. From the Claytonist party, please welcome Clayton Fur. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate you guys coming out. Chris, you really butchered that intro. We'll have words after this, okay? Looking forward to it. Our next candidate is the winner of the Nobel Hate Prize for her contributions in the field of shrinking and growing technology. She is a galactic conqueror and has spent over 10,000 years trapped on Earth's moon. Most recently, she's devoted years fighting the youth terrorist organization known as the Power Rangers. Please welcome the leader of the Putty Party, Rita Repulsa. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I only have one thing to say, and that is bigger is better. As always, as always, thank you, Rita. And in the green and silver corner, standing at six foot and eight inches and weighing in at 96 pounds, former Hogwarts prefect, leader of the Death Eater party, and the heir of Slytherin himself, Lord Voldemort! Hey, 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 good to be here. It was getting a little coldy on Earth, you know what I'm saying? Time for Mr. Voldy to come back, you know what I'm saying? But for me, it's a win for all. And finally, a being of pure villainy and fraud who needs no introduction from the Republican Party. Please welcome Richard Nixon. Oh, hello. That's very good. Thank you. It's good to be here. Good to see so many familiar faces. All right. Now, these questions have been selected ahead of time by elite a group of demons. And we will now read through them. And you each have up to one minute to answer and rebut each other. Cursed <laughs> butt. One of the biggest criticisms of the current administration is that heaven continues to dominate the afterlife and military strength. How do you plan to strengthen our army for the coming war against heaven? I, I would take this one. I would say, number one, get those WMDs into everyone's hands, weapons of magical destruction, and everyone gets a Nagini. You know, like, could you imagine how cool that would be? An army of snakes? They don't listen very much, but it would be cool looking. Well said, well said. Anyone else would like to uh, add in their thoughts? Uh, Rita, you're raising your hand? Yes. Uh, one, Voldemort, that is stupid. Two, I have years of experiencing enlarging monsters to the size of buildings. If I had my magic staff, which was taken from me when I was sent to hell, I could increase the size of our current military a hundredfold. Why add when we can simply make bigger? Bigger is better. Uh, if I may, if I may uh, interject here, I have a, I have an opinion. Look, the last thing we want uh, in a war with heaven is a quagmire like Vietnam. Uh, heaven, which is without question communist, uh, must be defeated. So hell's 
unfettered capitalism can flourish and markets can dictate people's worth like Satan intended. Okay. Uh, my strategy for defeating heaven is a secret carpet bombing of northern heaven to cut off the angel's supply lines. That's, that's the plan. You mentioned a, a carpet bombing, but how would we get vehicles above heaven since it is the highest point in existence? Uh, we're going to uh, stoke uh, mistrust and uh, civil war with the Khmer Rouge in heaven. <laughs> well said. Look, I'm the only one with the broom. Let's face it, I'm the only candidate that can ride like a pony. High and moany baloney, I can look down and fart on heaven if I wish. Put a spell on them, make their coffee taste like shit. Uh, a lot of my uh, fellow candidates have some pretty good points, but I, I, um, I have a strategy of psychedelic warfare. Psychedelic warfare? Do you mean psychological warfare? I meant what I said, Chris. Shut your mouth. All right. Basically, what I would be doing is uh, I would feed our entire army of demons uh, all the drugs. I would make them as resistant to, you know, all the big hitters. Uh, cocaine, mushrooms, LSD, THC, uppers, downers, pumpers, poppers, zannies, and dexies. Uh, so we'd, we'd build up this immunity to all the hardcore drugs, and then we would meet those goddamn angels on the field of battle. And then uh, we would carpet bomb the battlefield with all the drugs imaginable. And, you know, while they're tripping balls, we'd be winning brawls. Wait, wait, what? You were going to fuck up your own army? Yes, that is, that is correct. That is exactly what I said. That Dude, is my strategy. I, I know you're like straight edge or whatever, but you done some LSD? Yeah, all the time. I'm on it right now. All of the, all of the drugs I just mentioned... Specifically pumpers, I am on those right now. Pump, pumpers? What? What's a pumper? I love a good pumper. <laughs> Street for steroids. I'm super fucking pumped. And I will be pumped for all of you, citizens of hell. That is my promise. That sounds like a wicked party, really. I think, I think your recipe, Clayton's recipe is a recipe for disaster and a lot of fun, which I'm, a, I'm under the understanding that you're not supposed to give people fun in hell. Listen here, motherfucker. I would break your nose if you had one. Oh, that's a low blow. That's a low blow, Potter. I'm not, I'm not, po who, po who's Potter? Sorry, sorry, I'm projecting. It helps me get pissed off. All right, all right, everyone, let's, let's uh, break it up for a moment and move on. Rita Repulso, you talked a big game just then, uh, literally a big game, but you had plans for global domination, yet were foiled by a group of teenagers time and time again. How can we trust that you can run hell and keep it safe from the youths? Well, one, I think we all could appreciate a candidate with experience fighting youths time and time again. And two, there is this strategy that I've been coming up with over my time, and it is putting all of our weak points in one spot. Maybe like the chest, something that is glowing so people will notice it. So they'll, they'll be deceived, I guess. You know, they'll see the weak spot and think, surely no one's that dumb that they would put yes. the weak spot. Unless there's psychological warfare for you. Yeah, yeah, yes. You're, you're talking to someone who really just got defeated by children's toys all grown up, you know? These guys are like the track team that's not fast. Uh, Voldemort, who has lost to another young magical boy. One Harry Potter. Don't say that name! God, it makes me pissed off. Look, what people don't know about Potter, he's thick. You take off that jean jacket, man, he's built. He's real strong. Like a brick shit house, he's built. I've seen yeah, it. He's not the boy who lives. He's the boy who lifts. One would argue that his weak spot then is his head. Don't you think, Voldemort? Oh yeah, he's got a nasty bruise that first time I fucked him up when he was a baby. 
That's right. I went in there with a marker and I put a Z on his head sideways. So to be clear, you could not kill an infant baby. You shot it point blank and it did nothing but left a scar. Is it? Am I right here? In, in a way that is somewhat correct, but as a baby, he was quite thick. I, I don't know if you've ever seen a strong baby as strong as Potter was. It was tough to manage. Mm. I think it's important to remember uh, on this campaign, while we're pressing the flesh, it's important to be uh, shaking babies and kissing hands. That's my position. I've, I've always felt that. Uh, well said, well said. Uh, but on that subject, Richard Nixon... You resigned from your presidency on Earth during the Watergate scandal. If elected, can hell trust you to complete your full term? That's a very good question, and let me say that the demons of hell have to know whether or not their president is a crook. Well, I am a crook. I am perfect for the president of hell. I am <laughs> currently embroiled in the Lavagate scandal currently, uh, and I can assure the bad people of hell that, that if I were swept into the Red House... Uh, there'd be a fresh scandal every week. I'd, I'd make that Trump look like a Boy Scout. All right, that, that is something that people do look for in a president. One after the other, scandal after scandal. So the president has traditionally been a demon spawned in hell, yet three of you on stage are from the overworld. How can you assure voters that if elected, you won't use the power of your position to escape hell and avoid your own eternal punishment? Well, I could take this one, you know. I am, I am, I could say that I'm from hell, you know. Maybe not this one, but I grew up in England. Do you know how shitty it is there? It's like no good food. It's like fucking cod. Cod for every meal. That's why everyone's so grumpy and white and pasty. That's hell. I love it. I love it down there. I've been to real hell. And man, that is, uh, I love it. I love basking in the heat. It's so good. So good. They also eat like a full can of beans every morning. I don't know how they make it through the day without shitting their pants in England. I, I really don't, Chris. You, that's, they do. They, they, actually, they actually do just poop the scoop. That's right. I guess that explains why you're so tan now, Voldemort. Yeah, you do have a lot of color now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a tight look. Uh, any other uh, of the overworld candidates would like to weigh in on this? Well, look, as, as the big man once said, uh, it's better to rule in hell than serve in heaven. And uh, why, why would I want to go to heaven? Okay, the, the natural lighting highlights my jowls. And b b besides that, I'd have to eventually see Jimmy Carter there. That guy is the worst. <laughs> I spent most of my time on the moon trying to destroy the Earth. Why would I escape this place to go to another hell. Fair enough, fair enough. You know, Chris, uh, before we move on to the next question, I do have a confession. Um, I actually wasn't born in hell. <gasps> yeah, I, just, I know, gas, I know. I was, uh, I was born in Hawaii. Uh, no, you cannot see the birth certificate, <laughs> but uh, I was in fact born in Hawaii. I needed to come clean because it's gonna come out eventually and I don't wanna be, you know, in the middle of my presidency and then that come out. So there it is, folks. Judge me if you will. You gotta get ahead of it. Which island are you from? I know Hawaii quite well. Quite um, well. the Maui. The Maui, huh? The Maui, yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> I was actually born in the back of a Joe's Crab Shack. My mom, Lucy, was uh, up there with her boyfriend at the time. Jesus, I thought, I thought my backstory was pathetic. <laughs> Which is worse, being born in the back of a Joe's Crab Shack or the front of house of a Joe's Crab Shack? <laughs> well, I, I will say that I do have a lifetime supply of Joe's Crab Shack for free. Uh, it's part of a deal. If you're born in a Joe's, you get the membership. It's pretty exclusive. That's about like $300 worth of, uh, worth of stuff. That's great. 
Every time I go in, they get a little freaked out because I'm giant and red, and they think that I'm like a big lobster. That also happens at the Red Lobster. Giant, you say? <laughs> yeah, yes, Rita. <laughs> hmm. Despite incredible progress on climate change in the last 50 years, hell recently froze over for almost two weeks. What will your administration do to contribute to global warming? Uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to feel this one. Look, I, I, I don't just want a carbon footprint, okay? I, I want to get down and make carbon snow demons, all right? Really dig in. I will propose legislation that all citizens of hell are required to roll coal uh, and use aerosol cans nonstop and burn styrofoam for fun. Chris, uh, if I may, as a part of a stimulus package that I have planned, I promise one flamethrower to every resident of hell, all right? Uh, this, will, this will go towards stimulating our economy, uh, but also, you know, we're going to have other package deals, including gasoline, incendiary grenades, napalm. Nixon knows what I'm talking about with that napalm. That shit's destructive. Oh, so. yeah. It's not good for winning a ground war, but uh, it still does some serious damage. No, yeah. But we will, we will certainly heat things up down here. I think you all are underestimating the amount of CFCs created by doing magic. Do you know how polluting that is? Magic? Man, I do a spell and it's like I can't even breathe in my house. You know? So I'm just gonna do me. Go down to hell, do magic, spread around magic, not the good spells. I save those for myself, you know? Nobody can defeat me except for one very powerful baby. <laughs> but yeah, it's CFCs, it's all about CFCs. Let's they, drill down back to basics. Let's not get too complicated, yeah? Yeah, you know, he's right. A lot of people don't talk about that. Those wands are basically the tailpipe of an 18-wheeler. They're very polluting. Yeah, and to be fair, I do actually trust that Voldemort will try to keep the earth more warm because, I mean, the guy's constantly covered in a bunch of blankets, you know? He, he always looks cold. So for Voldemort's sake, I definitely want to heat up earth, hell, heaven, all of it. I think everyone's thinking too small. Remember, I had time on the moon and in space. What's to say we can't just take the sun and embiggen it? Embiggen it. Very, very well spoken. It's a very cromulent word. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Shit, that's a good idea. Damn, I never thought of that. Rita Cheetah. Very well said. Uh, now we need to take a quick moment to thank our official debate sponsor, Manscaped. Summer is in full action, both on Earth and down here in the underworld, where summer is 100 times more hot. Uh, and in this time, you got to make sure that you're well-groomed, you look good below the belt and above the belt, and everywhere in between. And that's why we want to tell you about Manscaped. They are dedicated to helping you level up your full-body grooming game. Personally, I'm standing here in front of millions of dead souls and demons, and I wanted to make sure that my pubes and my hair and my nails looked fantastic, and that's why I turned to Manscaped. And Manscaped have forever changed the grooming game with the Perfect Package 3.0. It has the lawnmower 3.0. It's water-resistant, cordless body trimmer, and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. It is the best trimmer on the market for those of you who need a chest shave or a ball cleanup. This third-generation trimmer features the skin-safe technology to reduce manscaping accidents. And I want to tell everyone right now in the audience, look under your chairs. You all have a Manscaped package with the Shears 2.0 and the Perfect Package Kit. You are welcome. But if you're a listener at home and not in hell, get 20% off and free shipping with the code GOODMORNING at manscaped.com. All you have to do is go to manscaped.com and type in code GOODMORNING and you get 20% off and free shipping 
at manscaped.com with code GOODMORNING. Thank you so much, Manscaped, for making this incredible debate possible. All right, uh, back to the debate. With the technological advances of the last thousand years, spying is a major security issue for hell. What solutions do you have to prevent secret information from the underworld's defenses being leaked to angels or, Satan forbid, Jesus? Chris, I'd like to take this one. You know, personally, I'd like to, uh, you know, talk about ExpressVPN, all right? Uh, they're, they're another major sponsor of this program, but also just a, an excellent service. Basically, they're going to protect you uh, and all of your security. So every time you connect to an unencrypted Wi-Fi network at airports, hotels, coffee shops, or even at home, you are at risk. A hacker can connect to your Wi-Fi, and they can steal your passwords, financial details, and all your emails, but not with ExpressVPN. Basically what they do is you connect to their service and then they encrypt your data. They have the highest encryption standards uh, and whenever you're connected to ExpressVPN, every piece of data going in and out of your device goes through a secure encrypted tunnel and cannot be seen. So like, you know, Jesus can't see all the porn you're watching. There's also a unique IP address, so uh, it can't be traced back to you. And you can use all sorts of blocked services, you know, like region locked video providers. You can watch them wherever you want. They have 24-7 customer support. Uh, it's super easy to use, just one click. And it's the top rated VPN provider by CNET, The Verge, Wired, Tech Radar, and many, many more. So, audience members, you're probably wondering, well, how do I get ExpressVPN? Well, I have secured a deal with them, fellow citizens of hell. If you want three months of ExpressVPN for free, all you gotta do is go to expressvpn.com slash hell. My promise to you is that you can get three months for free. All you gotta do is go to expressvpn.com slash hell. That is my promise to you. I, I use their service all the time. It's amazing. And you can too, fellow citizens. Expressvpn.com slash hell. Very well said, very well said. I think everyone in hell agrees. If there's a VPN to use or some balls to be trimmed, we want Manscaped or ExpressVPN on our ticket. Now, moving on. Embezzlement is a huge issue in politics. How would you better embezzle funds for hell? I prefer uh, misappropriating rather than embezzlement. I'm more of a fan of misappropriation. Uh, so I promise to shadily transfer funds from essential services like death care and social insecurity to my own pet projects like... Uh, uh, building uh, rockets and destroying audio tape. Um, I plan to uh, hire the folks that were running Enron to be my economic advisors. I'm going to defer to them for all financial decisions. They did some great things. Uh, I, I also plan on using uh, Fire Festival, repurposing that. Every month we're going to have a Fire Festival. It's going to be huge. We're going to lose a lot of money. It's going to be fantastic. Some say hell is the original Fire Festival. That's right, yeah. I, I was pretty bummed out about Fire Festival. I had tickets, you know. I went. <laughs> there, there was no food or lodging there. I don't like when you bring it up. Two things I don't like you guys keep bringing up. Harry Potter and Fire Festival. But back to the point, embezzle. Yeah, hell yes. Hell yes. Question for everyone on stage. What ideas do you have to bring more money and souls into hell? Well, Chris, I think that the important way of getting souls into hell is to uh, put people into situations where they have no other choice but to sell their soul. So I plan on bombing several islands and then making them into smaller deserted islands uh, and then increasing the number of plane crashes so that people will end up on said islands, uh, forcing them to sell their soul for, you know, food, entertainment, uh, away off the island. I also have a early strategy in play. Uh, I'm going to be teaming with Briar's Ice Cream to increase the production of uh, Klondike bars. I want to, 
you know, increase the demand. What would people do for a Klonek bar? Sell their soul. So that's how I'm planning on bringing in a lot more income to hell. I'm going to team up with the Ghostbusters because they had that badass invention back in the day, the box. It sort of trap a ghost. Well, guess what? It's got a soul button too. You put that baby on the back of some Death Eaters, man, they'll be going around collecting souls like the tax man collects taxes, baby. I'd like to answer that question. You know, I've been I've been doing my part already to uh, to get more souls into hell. I've been spreading rumors on Earth that wearing masks is a tool of the Democrats. <laughs> it's one of my biggest one of my biggest scams of all time. With my magic staff, I can turn people evil exactly like the Green Rangers. All these youths coming to uh, fight for our cause. So to be clear, you would you would just make a team of Green Rangers, and then they would be added to Hell's forces. Yes. Oh, that's pretty cool. They also be big. I'm assuming yeah, that's 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 a given, right? Yes, bigger is always better. Let's take a break from policy. Can you each say one bad thing about one of your opponents? Oh, I don't normally like to do this, but Tricky Dick, I never liked your haircut, man. You look like a weirdo. At least he has hair. I do want to point out that uh, Mr. Nixon, while we're on the subject of you uh, and your facial features. You have a nose that is large enough to compensate for Voldemort's lack of nose. Enough with the nose, man. Look, if I've if I've got to say one <laughs> one bad thing about my opponents, uh, I must say Rita here, uh, Rita Repulsa, is uh, you're incredibly poorly dubbed. Uh, even now, as I'm seeing you here and you're talking, uh, the words you're saying don't line up with your mouth. It's uh, quite unnerving. Uh, and uh, Voli over here, well, he's British. Can't argue with that one. Well, I like big things. It is very difficult for me being on stage here with the little brother. Wow. Wow. Another, another reference to my bro, huh? All right, moving on. This is a question submitted by Twitter user Natalie Park. She asks, what do you intend to do first thing as president if you are elected? Well, my first day in the pentagram office, I'm going to pardon Gerald Ford, who's also down here. Uh, personally, I think, uh, I would start out by ripping down all the statues of Satan. I would outfit him in some sort of stupid costume akin to one that you would put your dog in. It would be very insulting and embarrassing, and I would make him walk the streets in shame, uh, because he just got his ass beat by his little bro. I'm coming for you, Satan. You suck! He's gonna get pissed if he hears this, you know that, right? You're just pissing him off. That's why you live in a little shack on the side of a shitty river. No, I'm, I'm not afraid. I'm not, bring, bring it on. I'm not afraid. Do I look afraid? Little. Once I'm elected, I will immediately install a series of disincentives. Everyone will have to give me 600 bucks. And as you know, the minimum wage in hell is what, like 15 cents a year or something? It's going to take a long time. So, you know, I'm just going to have to do the one thing for quite a while. And then I can chill and just do some just reading, you know? Didn't read some, some Tom Clancy stuff. Well, once I'm elected, I will obtain my magic staff, which I mentioned was taken from me, and immediately act on all of the promises that I was talking about during my campaign. And of course, I will have my husband, Lord Zed, move in. He will be the first gentleman, Zed. He is creepy and I can't see his exposed muscle. Uh, it, is, it is quite disturbing. You want to see an exposed muscle, Clayton? Huh? Come on by the castle. I'll show you an exposed muscle. <laughs> okay, uh, at this point, we're going to open up questions to the audience. 
Uh, yes, uh, you there uh, uh, in, in the front. Uh, yes, yes, uh, Roman Pharaoh with the Hell Times. We've gotten a lot of information that Clayton is running his own private hotmail server. Uh, Clayton, what do you have to say about that? Are you hiding emails and using them on your own personal server? Oh, uh, absolutely. It's mostly spam. Uh, I get a lot of uh, emails from Bath and Body Works. I don't know how I got pinned to put on their on their list, but uh, ten percent off. Yeah, ten percent off. You got some good stuff. I'd just like to say that uh, I haven't I haven't sent an email in uh, in months. If any of the grandchildren out there could come by my house and and re- restart my router, I'd really really appreciate. It. Uh, yes, a question from the Nazgul uh, in in the third row. Okay, uh, and go ahead and read the translator for that. Each of you have followers from your different parties. How can you best utilize your army and followers to make hell stronger? Uh, I, I, I'd like to uh, field this question to the to the Nazgul in the third row, uh, and I'd just like to say... Uh... Wow, pandering much? Very well said, I think. Look, I got death eaters as my homies, okay? Death eaters will only make hell a stronger, more wonderful place. Make hell great again with death eaters. That's M-H-G. Okay, I'm gonna step in on this one before he keeps this uh, going. Chris, I just wanna point out, you of all people should know this as well. Uh, The listeners of the Good Morning From Hell podcast, there's so many of them, you know? There's tens of dozens of them and they're the most devoted followers you could possibly have. They're ready to lay down their lives at a moment's notice. I, I'd be happy to just send them in droves, uh, you know, into the war, uh, you know, and they, they, would, they would die, snap of a finger, no, no problem. You know, they're, they're, they're super devoted. They, they wear those stupid pink shirts that I hate you for getting, uh, available now at the Rooster store. Nothing else needs to be said. You know, we, we've, got, we've got a crazy, a strong following. Do they eat death? Do they literally eat death? That's some hardcore shit, man. No, they're they're probably uh, eating a slushy or uh, you know a bag of Doritos while they're listening to this episode, though. Very similar ingredients, yes. All right, a uh, question from the gray-looking fellow uh, in the front row. <laughs> Holy shit! Hey, that's a putty. <gasps> Security, that's a putty. Get him! He, wait, he, he's 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 running on stage with with some sort of staff. Wait. Oh shit! It's a putty, guys, guys! Keep him away from, keep him away from Rita. Punch him in the chest. No, in the no, chest. No, for that shiny red button in the middle of the a, chest. It's a big one, guys. Nice stuff at last! <laughs> and now I will grow as big as I can and break through this glass ceiling of hell. After ten thousand years, I'm free. Listeners at home, it looks like the, the Rita is growing. The ceiling of hell is, oh, no. is crashing down. Oh, oh God. It's oh, good for her for breaking through the glass ceiling, but, I mean, this is bad for the rest of us. Uh. Get out of my way, tricky dick. You're blocking the exit. Uh. I'm moving at my own pace there, buddy. Everyone just cal- calm down. All right. Nope. Voldemort, put down the wand. Put down the wand. Chris, my sweet Chris, come here. Come here. I'll protect you, Chris. Come here. Okay, all right, well, what do we do now? Here, I need you to use you as my human shield against Voldemort's curses. Hi, right, I right, hear. Just protect me. Come okay, uh, oh, we're gonna take a quick uh, break, and while, while things get settled down, uh, please be sure to sh- share this podcast with everyone you can. We need to spread the bad word and let people know about everything that's going down in hell.
Please vote for me. Don't vote for these other losers, especially not Rita, because she just escaped. All right, hail Clayton! Hey, thanks for listening to another episode of Good Morning From Hell. That one was pretty different than than our normal episodes. We want to thank Andrew Rosas, Todd Womack, and Issa Badiola. Uh, guys, you're all from Rooster Teeth. Tell us what you guys do. Uh, hi, I'm Issa Badiola. I am a director for uh, animation in RT Direct, and also I am showrunner for our new upcoming show recorded by RSL. Woohoo! Woo! When does that come out? Uh, July 13th for first members, uh, a week after for public and YouTube. So July 20th, July 13th. Remember those dates, everyone. So basically, as this is available and you're listening to it now, uh, you can go watch that uh, for free. That is correct. So everyone should definitely go check that out. Uh, hello, this is uh, actually Richard Nixon. <laughs> no, I'm, this is Andrew. <laughs> this is um, Andrew, Andrew Rosas, uh, writer, uh, director for, for CORE. Have, have lo- lo- love Good Morning From Hell. Happy to, happy to be on again. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, man. This is like, how many times has it been now? I think this is four. Yeah, I think you're one. You and Barb are tied for like the most characters played, and I feel like each time it's just like completely different characters. We none of them sound the same. I'm definitely not gonna get out of character. I don't <laughs> get to do enough performing. I'm a middle manager now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all of you! The the ultimate curse. That's worse yeah. than Avada Kedavra. His middle management. <laughs> I just like to just imagine myself as a depressed two hundred fifty year old loser who doesn't have shoes. <laughs> Giant snake is his only friend. That to me is imagining a better life. <laughs> yes, <laughs> available for parties. Just call Todd Womack and you can get your very own Voldemort. So yeah, thank you all for coming on. Um, We wanted to do a big episode because we are taking a break from our normal episodes uh, for about a month. Uh, In between that, we will have some uh, really cool behind-the-scenes stuff where we talk about how we make the show and how uh, it got started to begin with, so stay tuned for that. Uh, Thank you so much for everyone for listening, and uh, please uh, tell all your friends so uh, we can keep making it. Yeah, and also you can hit us up on social media. We're at Morning From Hell on uh, Twitter and Instagram. If you have any ideas for guests you'd like to see on, you know, hit them up, hit us up, let us know. We love doing collaborations, and we have a bunch planned for the upcoming season. Uh, so yeah, we got a lot of fun stuff coming out. So we look forward to seeing y'all again or hearing. Oh yeah. I, I do this whole thing with my eyes closed. I haven't opened them once. So. Yeah. Great. All right. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>